Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm here today with the 78th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. And I'm excited to announce my next free webinar in the Excelling at No Limit Hold'em webinar series. This one's going to be by Jared Tendler, and he's going to be discussing a proven strategy for eliminating tilt. I'm incredibly excited about this webinar because virtually all poker players deal with tilt in one form or another. And if you learn from Jared, you will find that you will be able to eliminate your tilt much more often and perhaps entirely. Uh, This free webinar is going to be on February 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And you can sign up at holdembook.com slash live. That is L-I-V-E, all lowercase. Today, we have a pretty fun hand. From a European Poker Tour main event I recently played. Here we have pocket queens on the button. Pretty strong hand. Folds around to a creative regular. This is a guy who likes to think he is clever, likes to think he's outplaying his opponents. Um, You'll find that there are a few regulars who just really enjoy trying to make themselves feel smart. (laughs) And against these players, you want to do everything you can to not let them make the, you know, quote-unquote clever play. So with pocket queens here, my opponent makes it uh, 2.5 big blinds. We're playing 600-1200. And I think re-raising is certainly fine, and I would be very happy getting it all in. I do think we were not necessarily near the money or anything. We started with 110, or sorry, we started with 80,000 here. And I know in EPT events, you start with a 30,000 chip stack. So we are nowhere near the money. So I'm not really concerned with conserving my stack or not going broke. This is a spot where I'm happy to go broke. However, I've been pretty tight. And I think that if I re-raise, this guy's going to fold a huge amount of the time. Either that, or he's going to get tricky and like min four bet and then foldify to go all in. So I don't really think re-raising is going to lead to too many great spots. I think a much better place to call, and I think that's going to make my opponent think my range is a lot of marginal hands, which is exactly what I want whenever I have a premium hand. So I do call. Definitely a call that most people do not make. They think you just simply must re-raise your premium hands, and I think that's an error. Calling is certainly an option. The flop comes jack of hearts, nine of hearts, four of clubs. So my opponent checks, which is not really what I want to see. I assume he's checking to give up most of the time. Um, But I go ahead and bet 4,500. There is a reasonable chance he has a marginal showdown value hand, like pocket 8 or maybe pocket 10s or maybe 9-8. Or maybe even a hand like ace-king that he decides to check call one time. So I think I do need to bet. And notice I bet about half pot. I think this is fine. And I would bet this with a lot of my range in this spot. So I bet 4,500 and my opponent calls. So I'm still sticking with the read that he has some sort of a marginal made hand. And uh, I plan to bet the turn fairly small as well. The turn is the five of spades. To my surprise, he leads into me on the turn. So what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, this is actually a line that you do not see very often, but I suppose it should be expected from a you know quote-unquote creative regular. Um, I think this is going to be a lot of reasonably strong hands at this point, but probably not nut hands. But it could just be a nut hand. It could just be something like pocket nines that got played very oddly. And at this point, I am trying to not go broke. So pre-flop, I would have been fine getting it all in, but I elected not to. Um, On the flop, if my opponent check-raised me, I probably just wasn't folding. But now that my opponent's taken a very bizarre line, I think his range is either very strong or 
very weak. And I say very strong, I mean something like a jack or better. Or very weak like... I don't even know what. <laughs> 10 8 or something like that that's very oddly played. It's just hard to come up with too many air hands that my opponent can have. So I think you just must have something. But So now the question is, should I be raising? And I think raising is probably not a great play because... If I raise and my opponent decides to go all in, I'm pretty sick because now his range just should be incredibly strong or a very strong draw, both of which I'm not thrilled to get it all in against. Of course, if you know your opponent just has a draw, you're fine getting it all in, but we don't know that. So I think I need to call. Let's see what develops. And I'm really not planning on folding many rivers at all. So I've recognized I'm sort of in pot control mode here and just trying to not go broke and trying to get to showdown with a very strong hand. The river is the nine of clubs, and my opponent bets 10,300 into the 32,600 pots. And this sort of screams to me that he has a hand like a marginal showdown value hand, like a jack or pocket kings or pocket aces. And against that range, I don't really think I want to raise. I do think my opponent's going to have a jack here a ton, but I think if I raise, he might actually fold a jack. So if he's going to fold a lot of his jacks besides maybe ace jack and he's going to call with aces and kings every time i think that the play here is to just call and hope to win the pot so i'm certainly not loving this scenario but i do think the only way to realistically not go broke here whenever i'm crushed is to call um you'll find that by the time you get to the turn in the river a lot of the time over pairs are not hands you're just trying to blast a lot of chips in with uh, pre-flop the hand's usually great but at this point the hand has become somewhat marginal. Um, not that I, I think I'm beat or anything. I think I have the best hand here a huge portion of the time, but I think if I raise and get called, I'm usually going to be pretty unhappy. So, I do call. My opponent doesn't end up having ace-jack, and I win a nice pot, but you have to ask, could I have won more? And I think the answer is probably yes. But, sometimes maximizing value is not your main concern, especially once... Your opponent has shown uh, an abnormal, an abnormally high amount of strength. And I think that is exactly what has happened here. So, fun hand. I definitely left value on the table, but I think it's probably just a fine play. Given my opponent probably viewed his ace-jack as effectively the nuts here. Um, you know, he's playing his hand as if it was the nuts, and it, he should. I mean, very rarely am, am I going to have the best hand in this spot. And... He was surprised whenever I showed up with the pocket queens, of course, and it's always good to make the clever guy feel surprised. <laughs> but um, interesting spot where I, I, I think my opponent's range was strong, and I played my hand accordingly, given I thought my opponent's range was strong. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Be sure to sign up for the free webinars at holdenbook.com slash live. We will be doing a free webinar with the authors of Excelling at No Limit Hold'em, one free webinar per month for the next year and a half or so. We've already done two. My first webinar was discussing value betting. And then we did a webinar with Ed Miller just a few days ago on how to get the most information out of your opponents and maximize and capitalize on that information. So that's going to be it for this webinar. Again, check it out, holdenbook.com slash live. Thank you all for being here today. I will talk to you next time.